Hello, and welcome in to another episode of Farm to Fame. I am Kelsey Wingett, that is Peyton Moylan, and that is our captain, O.R. Captain, Maddie Mass. Today, bringing you the top second base prospects. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at SeatGeek. You can use code JOHNBOYPRESEASON for 15% off of any order. So again, Peyton, Mate, we're running through um, the top prospects at second base. Number one mm. on your list of second basemen is Tamar Johnson. He's with the Pirates. Still only 18 years old. He's Major League Baseball's number 26 prospect. In 23 games in rookie ball and A ball last year. Real small sample size. Hit a homer, six RBIs, had an OPS of 731. Drafted by the Pirates. Six stolen bases is nice. Six stolen bases is nice. It is. I was going to mention the average, but hit 222. Mm. But that's not what we're here for. We're here to see what he does this year and next year. Drafted by the Pirates, fourth overall in 2022 out of Mays High School in Georgia. 70-grade hit tool and a 60-grade power tool kept draft stocks high despite being a true second baseman. Elite swing decisions and barrel ability project him to be a 25-plus homer MLB player despite only being (laughs) 5'10". Average arm and speed will keep him at second base. Pirates have tried him for five games at shortstop since making his pro debut. Right hamstring strain Mm. on February 22nd at spring training withheld him from baseball activities from 10 to 14 days. His ETA is going to be 2025. Georgia kid. Oh, what a shocker. The Dodgers have the second ranked second base prospect in 2023. This is Michael Bush, who put up a really impressive year last year in 142 games between double A and triple A. Looks like a grown man. In 142 games, he hit 274. He had 38 doubles, 32 home runs, 108 RBI, and an 881 OPS. He was drafted 31st by Los Angeles in 2019 at a UNC. Um, there were questions surrounding his defensive position that allowed him to drop in the draft. He has um, hit by hit by pitch hand injuries that ended his pro debut. His Debut pro season after 10 games, but he has completely bounced back. So he led the minors in runs with 118. He was third in extra base hits with 70 and total bases with 285. He was fifth in RBI with 108 and sixth in home runs with 32. His ability to hit for both average and power has compared him to Max Muncy. Um, scouts view Bush as a better pure hitter though, after he showed his ability to attack early in counts in 2022, he's improved arm strength and speed since his pro debut to become an adequate defender. The Dodgers have tried him at first base for 11 games and in left field 13 games so far in the minors. And he is projected to come up this year. Hmm. Lovely. But I, I really like 32 home runs and 108 RBI That'll work. and a 274 average. Number three on our list is Jace Jung. He's with the Tigers. He's MLB's number 83 prospect. In 30 games in high A last year, hit 231 with a one homer, with a one homer, 13 RBIs, and a 706 OPS. Drafted by the Tigers, 12th overall in 2022 out of Texas Tech. 2021 Big 12 Conference Player of the Year as a second-year freshman. 2023, he was a true freshman. Older brother, 
Josh won the same award at Texas Tech in 2019. He seems to run. He seemed to run out of gas last summer after a 1.093 OPS at TTU, 3.35 average, 14 home runs, and 18 doubles during his softball season before the draft. And 14 home runs is nice numbers in college, right? He's got an unorthodox batting stance, but still has strong bat-to-ball skills. He lacks the range and arm strength, so he's going to be stuck at second base. His bat will have to carry him to MLB, but he's got a good long history of both contact and power. He will be here in 2025. Dang, that's far away. Um, All right, Justin Foscue is the fourth overall ranked second baseman. He is with the Texas Rangers. 101 games in AA. Matty Mass, what did he do? 31 doubles, 15 homers, 81 RBIs, three (laughs) stolen bases, a .850 OPS. There we are. A .288 average. So Okay. So he was drafted by the Rangers 14th overall in 2020 out of Mississippi State. He led the team to the College World Series in each of his full college seasons. Um, He made it from rookie ball all the way up to double-A during his injury-shortened 2021 pro debut season. Pro debut season, making it to double-A is very impressive. He homered in eight straight games at one point in that season. Now he lacks the arm strength and the range to play anywhere else but second base. Mississippi State did try him at third base during his freshman season. They didn't really see what they wanted to see there um but his eta with the rangers which is kind of hard to believe is um 2023 i'd say it's hard to believe just because of the infield half billion dollar depth they have there but mm. right zach giloff is number five on our list he's with the oakland athletics 23 years old in 96 games between double a and triple a last year hit 270 with 18 home runs and 66 RBIs, good enough for an 815 OPS. Drafted by the A's 60th overall in 2021 out of Virginia. Uh, raw power with a great understanding of his unorthodox approach. Bit higher strikeout rate, 27.5%, but he makes up to, for it with a good walk rate too, with 11.4%. Above average speed and athleticism, had him at third base in college, but almost exclusively second base since turning pro. He's supposed to be here this year. This year. And our dark horses at the second base position for 2023, Nick York with Matty Mass's Boston Red Sox. Um, he is the ninth overall ranked second baseman. In 80 games in high A, he had 11 home runs with 45 RBI, eight stolen bases. He was drafted by the Red Sox 17th overall in 2020 at a high school. Um, he had shoulder sur- shoulder surgery, so he spent his junior year of high school at DH, and then the 2020 season was canceled. So Nick York also led low A East in average, where he hit 323 and OPS with a 913 OPS in his pro debut season. He regressed last season after dealing with multiple different injuries, his toe, his back, his wrist, and he made adjustments to his swing and approach, but didn't really see a difference. It didn't really help him there. But he rebounded in the Arizona Fall League this past year, where he hit 342 with eight doubles and two home runs in 19 games. So they're really hoping that that AFL success gets him back on track. But right now, his ETA is 2024. Mm. 
This is a name you've heard before. Nick Gonzalez with the Pirates. That's a good looking cat. Look it at his picture. It is a good looking dude. I know. Hit 71 games in double A, hit 263 with seven home runs and 33 RBIs and an 812 OPS. But hmm. he was drafted by the Pirates seventh overall in 2020 out of New Mexico State, coming off a 2019 Cape Cog League MVP. Injuries have stunted both his first two seasons, a broken finger in 2021 and a heel injury in 2022. Mm. He relies so heavily on rhythm and timing at the plate. He's really struggled to get in sync at some times. Injuries have crushed his groove, obviously. Appears with a, he has a lot of raw power, but he's still swinging and missing a good deal over 28%. His ETA is also 2023. Look out for him. Lots of guys this year. Um, okay. Well, we just want to remind you about our friends at SeatGeek who have brought you this episode. They have a very special announcement to celebrate our beautiful, beautiful sport being back. They're giving you 15% off of your next purchase with code John Boy Preseason. There is the number. Uh, it doesn't matter what you're buying, whether it's concert tickets, whether it is soccer tickets, whether it's baseball tickets. If you've bought on SeatGeek before, still doesn't matter. Code John Boy Preseason is going to hook you up. It's important for us to note that this special offer is only available on purchases made by March 31st. So stop your waiting. Open the SeatGeek app and add the code John Boy Preseason to your account. That's John Boy Preseason for 15% off of your next SeatGeek purchase. You'll thank us later, folks. So thank you to our friends at SeatGeek. Maddie. There's a fun storyline with your New York Yankees because they have a bit of a prospect clog at shortstop. And we're curious how you think it'll impact the second base position because you look at Peraza, who we've obviously talked a lot about with the Yankees. 99 games in AAA. He had 19 home runs, 33 stolen bases, and then... He gets called up to the big leagues where he plays in 18 games and he hit 306 with an 833 OPS. This is a guy who was signed by the Yankees out of Venezuela in 2016. COVID delayed his development, but he's looked really strong since returning. Um, 50 grade hit, 50 grade power, 60 grade run, 60 grade arm, 60 grade field. He made the ALCS roster last year with the Yankees. He did go 0 for 3, but still, we you know how difficult it is to make those postseason rosters, and he mm. made it after 18 games in the big leagues. He's now the favorite to be the Yankees' 2023 shortstop to start the season. In the second base episode, which is why we're talking about him now, because Anthony Volpe is on his heels for the shortstop position. So Peraza has played four of his... MLB games at second base already. He played only 12 games at second in the minors. So when you look at Peraza compared to Volpe, Peraza has superior speed, range, and arm strength. Um, so could he be pushing Volpe to second base, Maddie? I mean, there really is a like, how do you see that playing out? It's super tough with Glaber being there as well. Yeah. Uh, you would think that Peraza and Volpe are the double play duo into the 10 year future. Uh, I think you would have to go Peraza sticks at short. And then depending on what happens with Glaber in the next few years, 
Volpe can slot in at second, but how I long wouldn't... is DJ locked up for? Last year this year, I think. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, I would be surprised if at some point in the next two to three years, you don't see Peraza and Volpe, one of which is at second base. Well, that'll be really interesting to follow along with the Yanks this season. It's a good problem to have until it's not. You know what I mean? It's a great problem to have all this depth, and then you got to make decisions, and you can only keep some of them. All righty, folks. Well, that wraps up our second base prospect episodes for 2023. We hope you're enjoying these um, short episodes. They're just jam-packed with information. So thank you guys so much for watching and for listening. Farm on, farm often. We will see you in the next episode.